they don't want to miss jobs. They can't get an appointment during hours that they're not working, childcare, transportation. But if the organization knows that, then they can create programs that can address that need. Hi, I'm Marianne Bohr with HIMSS. Today I'm joined by Dr. Christine Perales, Global Digital Health and Life Science Practice Lead for Quantify, and Raul Gata, Head of Worldwide Partner Development for Healthcare and Life Sciences Data Analytics from Amazon Web Services. Today we'll be talking about the role of AI and data, enabling the journey from precision medicine to personalized care micro-targeting. And before we start, I'd like to say thank you to Quantify and to Amazon Web Services for sponsoring this podcast. Dr. Perales, Raul, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Thank you. Dr. Perales, could you please introduce a topic and what we're going to cover for our listeners? Absolutely. Um, in, in today's world, we're, we're seeing um, where AI is, is being introduced in every single part of our lives. Uh, we're even seeing TikToks and we're seeing Instagram on how you can use AI and ChatGPT and all of this. But how do we take that power of AI and really use it in healthcare um, to better service our patients? So today we're going to look at that uh, power in micro-targeting and personalizing care using AI, um, bringing in the omics data and, and putting it together with the AI and taking that journey from precision medicine all the way to personalized care and how we can impact um, and overcome the issues of social determinants that are impacting the access to care and the quality of the care that our patients receive. I see. Now, Raul, what are some of the different challenges with genomic data? Yeah, so when it comes to genomics data, these are still relatively early days. And, and I see customers struggle with uh, with this data in, in a variety of different ways, but I'll, I'll outline it for you. So obviously the very basic challenge with genomics data is just the volume, right? It can very easily get into the petabyte and exabyte range. So it really comes down to how can you quickly process genomics data with high throughput and run complex analysis, right? And very large volumes of genomics data at scale. Right. So scale is really important. It's not just about one-off projects in, you know, on the life sciences and on the healthcare side, but how do you deploy genomics data at a global scale and yet do this while keeping your cost low and performance high? Right. So that, that balancing of cost and volume is, is one aspect. But then you you move on to the next thing, which is governance, right? So how do you simplify? aggregation and storage and querying, analyzing of these genomics data sets. And also use, when you start to link it to other types of medical data, how do you govern all of this, right? Now, most organizations today, they are doing data governance, but adding genomics data to, to data governance is, is still kind of uh, a, a question mark. How do you effectively do it? Then the third thing I would say is, how do you... You know, when you, when you think of genomics workflows, it typically requires manual provisioning, manual configuration, right? So then how do you automate genomic workflows for more streamlined secondary analysis, right? So obviously you want to be able to move faster, be, you know, uh, focus on drug discovery, focus on genetic studies, right? So how do you, how do you automate those, those life cycles? Okay, so that is, that is an important issue. And then when it comes to tertiary analytics, 
how can you quickly turn genomic data into biological insight and power clinical applications and do so at scale? Right. So those are some of the data challenges. And then obviously to add to that, there are the usual security and privacy issues. They don't go away with genomics data. In fact, they become more complicated. And then there are the ethical issues, which you have to think about when, when talking about genomics. And then finally, uh, one of the newer considerations is how do you think of health equity in the context of genomics data? Because, because that's another uh, topic that I see coming up. Hope, you know, that was a long answer, but hope that summarizes all the different uh, challenges that are out there with genomics data that, that we are looking to simplify. Great. Now, what are some of the use cases and solutions to address each of those challenges? I think uh, Raul uh, stated it. The first thing that we need to do is secure this data, right? Um, so we're we're getting data, we're getting genomics data, we're getting clinical data that we're putting together with this genomics data. Then we're we're also getting other self-reported data, third-party data. There's there's convergence of data from all over. So the first first step is how are you going to secure all this data? So um, the security piece is your first step, right? And if you're going to be talking about IoT where you have data in transit, um, how are you going to secure that um, sharing of that data? Because you might have real-time data being streamed and that you're analyzing, especially when you when you move from precision to personalized um, and you're ingesting all, all this data live. Uh, and the command centers, we're hearing about the command centers and command towers where we're getting feeds um, that has to be secured. So the first thing that we have to do is look at security. Um, then the second thing is identify what are those data sources that really are going to be impactful. Because sometimes we we want to consume all this data and bring all this data, but not all the data is going to be impactful. So doing an assessment and, and democratizing that data and looking at that data and saying, what data sources are really going to influence and personalize this care? What are the data sources that are really going to give me that 360 view of this individual to personalize their care, to personalize their interaction, um, even to to their geolocation, to, to um, their language? Um, they might be bilingual, but it might be better to communicate with them in, in their mother language, right? So so even looking at that, um, you have to really identify what is the challenge that you're encountering um, with your patients and then look at the data. And it's a large amounts of data, like Raul said. It's the genomic data, which is huge, and then getting consuming all this data surrounding that. And you need to have the capability to ingest and then um, use that data appropriately um, with uh, AI and ML. Okay, now, uh, Raul, how is AWS accelerating genomic discoveries? Right, that's my favorite question for today. So I would say, <laughs> I would say that for almost a decade, AWS has helped genomics organizations accelerate the translation of raw sequencing data into actionable insights 
through scalable, secure, cost-effective industry solutions. So AWS and our partners uh, like, like Quantify have tools and solutions to help customers migrate and securely store genomic data in the cloud, accelerate secondary and tertiary analytics, and then even integrate genomics data into multimodal data sets. And I want to specifically call out Amazon Omics, which is a new service recently announced by AWS. So Amazon Omics helps healthcare and life sciences organizations build at scale to store, query, and analyze genomic, transcriptomic, and other omics data. And what we do is by removing the undifferentiated heavy lifting, our customers can generate deep insights from omics data to improve health and really advance scientific discoveries. So if I have to dive you know, just a little bit deeper, I would say with Amazon omics, you can securely combine multi-omic data of individuals with their medical history to deliver more personalized care, which is what we are talking about today. It, it, it's a great tool. You know, it uses purpose-built data stores to support large-scale analysis and collaborative research across entire populations. It accelerates research by using scalable workflows and integrated computation tools that are, that are part of the service. And then finally, it does all of this while protecting patient privacy. It is a HIPAA eligible service and it has built-in data access and logging. So, so really, you know, this is the one new thing that AWS is now doing, bringing to the table to, to accelerate genomic discoveries. Fantastic. Dr. Pilalis, uh, what, what is Quantify doing to apply AI and ML to personalized care? Well, at Quantify, we're a sustainable company and, and we've committed to, to sustainability, help our customers um, in their sustainability commitment. And in that regard, we've focused our initiatives around health equity by design. Um, and that entails per, using AI and ML to personalize every interaction uh, with an individual. And that individual, that persona could be a patient but it also can be a clinician because we are really dealing right now with a shortage in healthcare and we need to, to support those clinicians that are providing the care with automated ways of delivering that care, um, making efficient workflows. Um, so in personalized care, uh, like I mentioned before, we have uh, Persona 360. Uh, where we look at that persona and then we gather all that data and create a longitudinal um, record of that data, of that patient's data to then use it with the AI ML analytics and do descriptive analytics, right? Um, have recommendation engines to say for this individual, this is what we're seeing as the best practice and then the next best actions uh, from there. And that's the actionable insights, the prescriptive analytics. But we're taking that a step further. We've made a commitment to create the health equity engine. Everybody's taking it to actionable insights. We're taking a step further and activating those insights and looking up to the, cl the, the clinical organization, up to where can they um, extend their, their care and what happens after there and helping them be able to coordinate care outside of their reach. Um, being able to service that, that persona wherever they are. 
So bringing in all the data sources, including the omics, and AWS is one of our key partners with that, and then doing the persona 360, everything around that persona, and then looking at how do we better serve them in the community. An example, um, one of the issues in certain um, cultures is screening, right? Cancer screening for multiple reasons. They don't want to miss jobs. They can't get an appointment during hours that they're not working, childcare, transportation. But if the organization knows that, then they can create programs that can address that need. That's one of the ways that you can orchestrate that ecosystem and personalize it to that that person. When we're talking about um, micro-targeting, well, what does that mean, right? Um, well, that's going and taking every single little piece of information of that person or that population and saying, I'm seeing this trend across this population and these are the things that I need in this area. An example might be that in that area, you have great clinicians, but your population mix has a language or a cultural barrier and they're not communicating well and that's impacting care. So then that will, the micro-targeting of personalized care will help you identify where you need to design your provider network. You know, what services are you going to render in that area? Modern ways of delivering care might be mobile units, uh, working closer with, uh, with community organizations to support that. And that's what the health equity engine does. It facilitates that. It almost creates a command center um, to enable organizations to better address those needs once they get the data around that patient. Well, that sounds great. Now, um, what are the data sources that you're seeing that are most being utilized to enrich this omics data and why? You know, we see the typical one, but we're we're getting more requests around third-party data. And what is third-party data? Well, third-party data can be weather. It could be from CDC. Um, it could be from any government agency, you know, Department of Education, uh, the Department of Labor, it, um, other, you know, to benchmark with other payers or with other uh, providers. So we're seeing third-party data along with the clinical data and the claims data as well um, being something that is now being considered um, very regularly in creating this personalized uh, care. I see. Now, Raul, what are some use cases that you see as a starting point of the journey to micro-targeted personalized care? Yeah, so now micro-targeted personalized care is obviously the long-term vision uh, that the healthcare industry is moving towards. I, I can recommend four areas to get started with right now uh, that, that uh, AWS and, and our partners can support today. So I would say the first one is to really focus on doing population sequencing at scale. Okay, so store and analyze your omics data for hundreds of thousands of patients to understand how omics variation maps to phenotypes across a population. The second one would be to really try to simplify clinical multi-omics. 
And you do that by building reproducible and traceable clinical multiomics workflows to reduce turnaround times and increase productivity of your uh, researchers and clinicians. And the third one is uh, if you are in the clinical trial space, then to, to accelerate clinical trials with omics data. So you do that by integrating multi-omic analysis into clinical trials to test the efficacy of new drug candidates, accelerate the trials, and really yield long-term savings uh, from, from the way the clinical trials were traditionally done. Right, And finally, the fourth one would be to focus on enhancing research and innovation. So to be able to use built-in access controls to streamline storage and analysis of anonymized omics data and allow researchers to share and use this data more securely. And all of this is possible today. We, we have the tools, we have the, uh, the right partners like Quantify uh, to be able to make this real. And all of these steps are going to build towards that vision of delivering through personalized care. Fantastic. Now, is there anything else either of you would like to say in conclusion? Yes. You know, um, with with this whole notion of health equity and and complying with with the needs of our patients um, and the people that we serve, it, it's important that that we look at it system wide. We can't pinpoint it only to one area. We need to look at system wide and look at how do we resolve that. And also it's it's important to, to start introducing, you know, we talk about personalized care, but we need to start introducing the omics data into that personalized care because that's where we're really going to get um, the most out of the information and to really make a change. It's almost biohacking, right? Um, where we can micro-target the population like Raul was saying and really uh, focus that care specifically for that patient or for that population. So it's important that we consider the omics data um, where in previously we've, we've considered clinical data, claims data, we're starting to see third-party data, but the omics data is an important piece to bring into personalized care. Um, we are actually, um, AWS and Quantify are actually going holding a focus group at HIMSS um, on Thursday, the 20th at 11 a.m. called AI Journey from Precision Medicine to Personalized Care Micro-Targeting. And in that focus group, we want to, to work with those participants in addressing what is that journey? Where do I start? Where do I go? What are those pieces that I need to really consider? You know, we spoke about security. We spoke about bringing in the omics data, like Raul stated. Um, how do we micro-target? How do we map out our journey to reach that point of micro-targeting? Um, so we, we invite people to come and visit us um, and participate in the focus group on Thursday the 20th. Yes, I, and I would second that uh, as well. So we hope to see uh, many of you at HIMSS in the focus group. And I would also like to end with one more thought that this whole omics data, the space is now very mature. There are there are good tools out there. There are there are lots of knowledgeable consultants uh, like Quantify. You know, uh, good resources that can help you. So so it is it is really time to for for this space to become mainstream and uh, to move personalized care forward. Mm -hmm.
Well, Raul, Dr. Perales, thank you both so much joining us today and for all your insights. And special thanks to Quantify and to Amazon Web Services for sponsoring this podcast. Have a terrific rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.